Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. More than 2,800 have signed a petition calling on the Department of Education to formally accredit the first national training programme for special needs assistance in University College Dublin. And the petition is asking the government to ensure the professional development of FNAs, SNAs, sorry, uh, by giving the 500 students currently enrolled in the programme a recognised educational qualification rather than a certificate of completion issued by the UCD School of Education. Um, it'll be uh, the first dedicated national programme for SNAs. This online course runs for a duration of 10 months and spans five modules, including professional development and inclus- uh, inclusive education. And announced by the Minister for Special Education, Josepha Madigan, back in September, uh, its creation came after the need for training was identified by the National Council for Special Education in, 2008, in a 2018 review. If we get accredited, it feels like uh, you put the work in and you've achieved something at the end. End of it, says Linda O'Sullivan, an SNA at St. Fergal's Boys National School in Fingus, Dublin, and a participant uh, on the programme. And Linda joins me now on the line to explain a little bit, because I'm very confused. <laughs> Linda. Linda Niall, how are you? First of all, it's lovely to talk to you. I feel like we haven't spoken in a long time. No, it's been a little while, all right, since, know, since you've been on. I know, I know, it has, it has. Uh, we're like um, old friends. Thank you very much like for old uh, friends. the interest. Okay, well, explain it to me, I suppose, and the listeners, because, yeah. I mean, I read it out there, but I suppose to a lot yeah. of people that might, when I went a little bit over their heads, including mine. So explain to me exactly what the issue is and why we so, need to change it. Basically, we have 500 SNAs currently sitting on a course in UCD um, where the government, we were told at first, couldn't um, decide on accreditation and that would be looked at. And then it was decided that we would just receive a certificate to say a form of, we'd say, completion which to us is an insult because there's a very similar course happening in UCD, um, which is accredited, which has less modules than ourselves. So basically, there's 500 of us that are completing this course, which has taken up a lot of time, um, Mm -hmm. 60 plus hours during January, during the lockdown. Um, And look, we're very aware there's other courses out there. It is not the first training program for SNAs. They are saying it's the first one with UCD but any SNA I know who's on the course has completed level 5 and 6 which would be very standard for an SNA training um, and all we're looking for is level 7 accreditation because of the work that we're putting in it so like I mean it's not like a flare arranging course with FOSS and thanks for coming to all the different weeks it's there is a lot of work that's gone into it there is lectures every week and, and there's a skill see, developed at the end of it oh, which is the like, most no, important thing I now credit UCD and Phyllis and all the electors that we have, like it's a, it's a fabulous course and our, our issue doesn't lie within UCD. It's with the government who simply don't seem to understand the role of an SNA. Minister Madigan makes comments that she's on the side of children with special needs, but clearly when she won't accredit this, which can only kind of benefit SNA, um, the children that we care for, it, it's it's very clear, as Aon Nourdon said in the Dáil and Gary Gannon and Donica, that... They mm-hmm. want to credit it because then they would simply have to recognise SNAs as professionals and pay us as such. And why, see, here's the thing what I don't understand. Why aren't SNAs, why have they never been recognised as professionals? Because think, without a shadow, because I know my daughter used a shared SNA for years. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, they're the lifeblood of children, with, particularly with special needs, etc. Et no, do you know, it's, it's basically, I said this in the article, we're treated like the ugly sister. We'd say in the, in the story, the Cinderella story, that teachers are very different to SNAs. But without an SNA in a class, and most teachers I've worked with will say this and sing it from the rooftops, a normal child's class couldn't go ahead 
without having an SNA present because we help those children access the curriculum. Yeah. You know? And like Because with most children like, with comprehension, they can be part of a, a mainstream class, but their biggest issue course, is comprehension. They can into it. Yeah, yeah, it's the comprehension and it's the understanding of the questions that are asked and it's it's putting it into a different language for them and it's te- it's showing them what to do. You it know comes I mean? through Niall, as um Adam said it comes down to if it was 500 teachers we were talking about and they were doing a course to the level that we're doing it, they'd be accredited. But it's always came down to the background of an SNA, the minimum educational requirement for an SNA is three Ds in the junior certificate. And let me tell you, there I've actually sent it on to a few TDs uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. Most people on that course have a third level or have done the very basic kind of requirements course. Well, I, you know, with the great respect, Linda, when you're, when you're teaching young children, I suppose particularly young children as well, yes. who have special needs, academia is not really what's needed in no, some sense. No, it's on, on, it's on, common on sense kind of and it's skill. Yeah. And, it, and yeah. it's, it's being able to understand children. And I, you know, I don't, it's like a nurse or a doctor or a teacher. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's a vocation. I think it's a, it's a oh, job it not everybody would want to do. It is. And, you know, Niall, it's a vocation. And I think we see from January and February and the, the need for um, SEN education to return in February that we're the backbone and we need mm. to, we're the champions of the education system. And without us, children wouldn't access the curriculum and all we're asking for is for it to be accredited rather than just you you should and I've said this for years I mean I used to have to go fight for my daughter to get you know so many hours a week for sure and SNA and all that kind of thing used to to go to the CINO and all that kind of car I remember doing it for years now my daughter's 20 now and she's getting on great by the way but in saying that I remember in our our young life uh, because obviously she struggled a bit we had to do all that and fight for it fight for it and we shouldn't have I mean this should be part of the education of children it should be just accepted as part of it this idea that SNAs are something different they're outside of the education system and they're just brought in to kind of help their volunteers almost seen as volunteers helping young children that's not the way it should be you are part of the education system oh completely and like in most schools like my own school we have 10 SNAs and there's an SNA almost in every class and that will kind of happen that that, that will be the normal that there are SNAs in every class and it should be and yeah. it should be, and I can't understand for the life of me, like I, my blood boiled when I heard Minister Madigan when it was brought up as a topical issue saying we should be grateful that the course was free. Oh, I'm so grateful. <sighs> I'm so yeah, grateful. Yeah. You know, like to, that's, that's sad actually like, that she would say that. I didn't hear her say that, but that's quite she, sad. She has no... She has no comprehension. She's claimed. You know, and, I, and know I don't that. know, and I, I would never wish it upon anybody, but I know Josefa Madigan probably doesn't have a, a child with special needs. And no, I think, and she, I, and she I think, likes to say that she's on the side because that suited her narrative in January mm. to pit the parents against the SNAs and the teachers. But now we see that, uh, the, I know the allocations for teachers, that there's, there's going to be no extra help for children with special needs next year. And I know, look, there's thousands of listeners no around the country right now, Linda, who have children with special needs, and they know their children wouldn't be in the place they're in today. Now, I know this year has been very different, obviously. Yeah. And a lot of children have regressed, and I get that, so I don't want to be insulting yeah. and offend people. But generally speaking, in the education system, they know their children wouldn't move forward as well as they're moving forward or do well, and eventually end up back in mainstream as such again yes. if they yeah. didn't have an SNA. Like, Niall, I treat my, I treat, I'm in an ASD classroom, I treat those children like they are my own. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to see them when I, when we returned to schools was just, it was so lovely, Niall. And that's what, they can't understand, the government couldn't even understand the bond that we form with those children and their family and the difference that we make to their lives. And all we're looking for is a simple accreditation yep. to say, you've done this course, here is your reward. Because like most people know, it's madness to think, let's say there's a four-year course out there. 
in UCD, let's just say, for example, and you don't know what you're getting at the end of it. And I, I know that they're probably using us as guinea pigs and we're the first ones, but this should have been decided before the course even began. Yeah, no, no. Look, it's it's not like you're stacking, and I don't mean this disrespectfully to people who are stacking shelves, but it's not like you're stacking shelves. There's a skill no. in what you're doing. There's a, it, as I said, the fact that it's a vocation as well. And by the way, please don't take disrespect if you stack shelves. But, no, no. but everybody can stack shelves. Sorry, Darren, you're also an SNA, and you're I setting up indeed. the SNA advocacy group with Linda. Uh, we, we've heard a lot from Linda there, but I think people have a very good gist of what this is. You don't feel you're being recognised as professionals? No, I think the concern that's really just being highlighted by the pandemic and by the huge devoid that was created with the return to school plan, mm-hmm. the lack of communication by the department. Uh, they constantly try to create this devoid between parents and between SNAs and that's why we really decided to form the group is that we think the needs of one are very much the needs of the other. Um, and do, do you believe that there's a divide between, I'm not saying between you and the teachers, but the way people, um, I suppose, observe you and the teachers? I mean, I'm, obviously the teachers go to college for four years, I get that. And from an academic point of view, they're obviously uh, more in tune with the students. But from, I suppose, from a, a social point of view, I would like to think that SNAs are more in tune with the, with the children. Uh, yeah, I think there's a, a real misunderstanding about what the role of the SNA is nowadays. Mm-hmm. And that role changes on whether depending on whether you're working in a special school, whether you're working in a unit, whether you're working in mainstream, those even those three SNA roles are completely different and independent of each other. Well, I mean, you have a lot of roles. I mean, you're essentially a child psychologist by times, you're a carer by times, you're an assistant, you're an educator, you're everything really, aren't you? And, yeah, and that's why we'd be very much saying that there should be career pathways for SNAs into these other areas that they already do as part of their working day, that there should be a way for them to then qualify as a, a teacher, an SLT, an OT. Um, and then schools would have professionalised and specialised SNAs. And, 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 and I think you would both agree that we need more SNAs. We need a lot more oh, SNAs. Completely. Yeah. We do, yeah. yeah. And, and by every, the way, I, I, don't, I don't understand now at this stage, when we've seen the wastage of money in this country over the last year and a half, particularly, right, uh, when it comes to COVID. And I'm not saying it's not, it's not a waste of money to save lives. That's not what I'm suggesting. But in the way that we come up with plans, got rid of plans, and we wasted money on all sorts of different software and stupid things that we never even used. There is no reason why we can't put money into the education of children, which is vital, by the way, going forward into the future, mm-hmm. to make sure children are educated, particularly those children with special needs who require special assistance. So putting money into SNAs and, you know, and by recognising them professionally, um, I don't yeah. think would be any disadvantage. I think it could only be an advantage. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, Niall, it's, it's, it's shameful to think that every year there's, if you're the last SNA that was hired in your school, that every year you have to hold your breath and see whether the casino will cut your job or not. That's ludicrous. Yeah. You know, and permanency is something that we're fighting for and that we should have had a long time before now. Is that, is that system outdated, by the way, Linda, that casino system? It is. System. Well, I mean, there's talk of us moving to another model, which uh, front-loading, which some people are for and some are against, but that would would secure some form of permanency for SNAs, which is obviously a good thing. But then if we go front-loading, you could be looking at, you know, 
this, you might be granted more SNAs and you kind of end up with children that mightn't get as much attention if they're not going I to I mean, this there. idea that, that parents, and I know because I've been through the system, that have to scramble every year to the scene of looking for four or five hours or six hours or whatever it is or a shared SNA. Or sure, even a place, Niall. It's outdated. have no place, yeah. you know. There's I mean, no school for September. That, I mean, that you wouldn't turn around and say a, a child has to scramble to get a place in a school. You don't mind you, that can't happen as well. Because according to the Constitution, you're entitled to an education. We're entitled to be treated equally. And if a child has special needs and requires extra education or extra help, well, that should be available to them. There's no like, Niall, I've, I've heard parents, I work in Dublin Northwest, and I've had parents that have applied for schools as far as Wicklow because they can't get a place for their child in Dublin. Like, that's the kind of reality. And most of the time, I'm working with early intervention, most of the time out of a class of six, we could have more than half of those that by June, when they're heading off on their summer holidays, those parents don't know where their child's going to be in September. And does that, by the way, does every school have an ASD or reading unit, as some of them call no, it a reading unit? No, not yet. No. They not should. Yet. There's, there's they no should. reason why they shouldn't. And, it really should have every every school in the country should because he hears the thing I know for a lot of older people out there we, we kind of maybe don't understand it too much particularly if you don't have a child with special needs because we mm. think back to our days in school in our days in school you know children with special needs were, were referred to as the slow learners that's what back in the yeah. 1960s or oh, the child yeah uh, and we were put into behaviors. classes yeah. Yeah, you remember they, they were all put into class, room four mm. You know, with the slow learners. But now yeah. we understand and we diagnose better that people have particular needs and it doesn't make them any worse or any better than anybody else. No. But they have particular needs and they have to be taught a particular way. We understand that now. And we should yeah. be doing something about it. We're not really moving well, we on as a society. We've children, we still haven't got speech and language therapists back since that were um, redeployed. So we've children that haven't had 18 months or longer, haven't received that's, the therapies that help these children. So, so we've seen regression, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's so disappointing. Well, look, uh, people, I, I am imploring people to support both of you and every, and every SNA in the country. Uh, we need a Thank change you. in the whole system and we need, we need to make sure that people like yourself and Linda or Darren, should I say, are recognised as professionals because that's exactly what you are. So where can people help? I know you've got a petition going. Where can they sign it? Yeah, um, if you go on to our SNA advocacy group on Twitter, I'll share the Twitter handle with you, Niall or Ashling. Yeah, Ashling will do it um, now. She'll put it up now, yeah. Yeah, Ashling can find it on my page um, or the SNA advocacy group. And um, we'd really appreciate more signatures and more of a push. And we've had great TDs behind us, um, which has helped. That's why it was picked as a topical issue. So we're hoping now with the noise of the change to the vaccine rollout that SNAs will be in the media again. Okay, so everybody, everybody listening, just go to the Niall Boylan Show or my own personal Twitter account there, which is probably a lot more people on it. Uh, Go to the Niall Boylan Twitter account or to the Niall Boylan Show Twitter account and go to the Niall Boylan Facebook page. The 75,000 of you there, please, please just sign the petition. It won't take you five minutes just to sign the petition. Thank you so much, Niall. You're so good. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Before you go, both of you, by the way, just Linda, I'll ask you very quickly because uh, my next topic is going to be talking about the rollout of the vaccine. Now, I know Mm. the last time I spoke to you, I think we mentioned this about the criteria and we talked yeah. about people in education being jumped up the criteria a little bit or carers being jumped up the criteria Garda Sheikhana, yeah. everybody teaches do you believe this idea now that they have which is to abandon the original plan and mm-hmm. with the exception of those with underlying conditions go by age instead is this no. a good plan? No, it's, it's wrong Like it's wrong to me to think that somebody that's working from home that is older than myself will get done when they meet nobody every day and I'll walk into a classroom with six unmasked children a staff room I'm coming into contact with parents on a daily basis that they might receive it. Now, SNAs, just to be very clear, do not want to skip the, we want the vulnerable 
we want to stay frontliners, all done. Mm-hmm. But all we're asking for is a better priority than what they've came out with, which they promised us to reopen schools in February. We would be done in the first 30% of the cohort after the vulnerable. And sure, that's gone out the window. And the guards, the teachers, anybody working in a line that they can't keep social distance from people need to be prioritised. Okay, and those working with the general public. And was that means like, I mean, it's very, it can be yeah. very, look, you could go around in circles saying who should get it, who shouldn't. Yeah. Well, but see, here's like, the thing. Here was my thinking, Linda. We wouldn't be having this conversation or this argument or scrambling and fighting over who gets it first if we had a decent, you know, speedy rollout like the UK and absolutely. Northern Ireland. It wouldn't matter then, really, because you'd only have to no. wait another couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Well, this all could have been done. If we had got the vaccines, we could have potentially had every teacher in well, FNA. I blame Stephen Donnelly for that. Somebody, somebody has to be at fault for that. And Donnelly is yeah. not taking the blame it's his fault he knew in yep. January how much he was getting from the EU and he should have set up that committee that he set up two weeks ago should have been set up in January Niall, to procure them outside of Europe the dolls still won't sit fully in the convention centre because they're saying about Covid but yet they're expecting teachers and SNAs to go into classrooms especially secondary school classes that are massively, massively ah, but Linda, you should know you should know better than anybody else do as we say and not as we do Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. the, key, the key part there Noel, is that it was promised as part of the Yes. Yeah. And they can't just renege that. Well, they have reneged on us. They've abandoned us. The plan is gone. It's scrapped. Yeah, I, think the, I think the statements from all of the unions, in particular, for SNA and yeah. and Andy Pike, was very strong last night. And I think we kept up our end of the bargain going back in, in January, February. And now this is a smack in the face to all of us that have done our best for the children with special needs. Mm. So I mean, and as I I said already, I couldn't agree with you more. If that was the original way we were doing it, we should be changing some of the criteria and moving people up and down the ladder, whatever way it has to be. But in saying that, like for example, I don't particularly need it. I'm in the studio on my own. Uh, Apart from you know, myself and Ashley might have a smoke every now and again together. But apart from that, and we've a limited amount of people in the building. We've got DJs working from home and all sorts of things. So I don't interact with too many people. No, but that's it. Not like you know, I want my sister is vulnerable. Um, I want her doing a course ahead of me. But all we're asking for is a little bit of priority given the roles that we do. And God forbid we do go into another wave of this, which, you know, could Mm. happen considering they're taking about a million years to vaccinate a hundred people. We could potentially, if we're vaccinated, we won't see schools close again. We won't see children lose out. Like this is see, well, you, be, you know what the problem is? The general public are looking at you, Linda, and they're looking at teachers and guard and everybody else. And they're saying, oh, no, we need, no don't be trying to skip the queue because... You have Michal up there last night on the podium saying, and as and from May, there'll be additional freedoms for those with vaccines. So that in, that in turn creates this demand. But that, yes, that man said that we were essential workers, that you are now on the front line, I believe, or his words to teachers and FNAs, and this yeah. is how he now treats us. It's, it's yeah, well, see, but see, everybody wants the additional freedoms that he talks yes. about. Now, he hasn't told us what they are yet. I don't know whether it's <laughs> events or whether it's going to be a big gig somewhere or something. I don't know. But in saying that, if we did have a decent vaccine rollout, like the UK and Northern Ireland, who have gone mm. to more than half the adult population at this stage, we wouldn't have to worry about these things. That's no, the no. All right, no. listen. Darren, thank you very much indeed. Linda, thank you very much Thanks indeed. Very thank much you so much, much All right, see you. Don't forget, go to our Twitter account, the Niall Boylan Show, Niall Boylan Twitter account, either one, and then go to our Facebook page as well. Ashling will put a link up there. Please take the time today to support the SNAs who do a wonderful job in this country. For all those parents out there with children with special needs, you know, you know, your child would not be progressing as well if they didn't have uh, SNAs in the classroom. You just know they wouldn't. And all they want is to be treated like professionals. That's not much to ask. They are professionals. I could not do their job. You could not do their job. They're trained people. They They do a course. They actually train. They want a qualification and a certificate of completion at the end of it. They want to be recognized. 
It's not much, is it, to ask, really? You would imagine that's just... should be just done, wouldn't you? But, unfortunately, not. Because it comes uh, with other problems for, for Josepha Madigan. So, please, go on there. They have 2,500 signatures there already. Go on and sign it. Do it now. Sign the petition, all right? Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.